Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 139. I am your host, the Tom Alexander. Joining me, as always, as he sniffles and rustles his microphone already off the top of the show, the sus man, Rick Sussman. Hang on, let me, let me, get, let me get in position. Oh, it's did like, you do my intro already? It's, oh, like you're eating, it's like you're eating all the bags of chips at once. That's what it sounds like to me. You can call me like the ruffle man, the snuffle ruffle. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> the snuffle that's ruffle. Good. The I mean, you are ruffle. you are the chip battle champion on this show. Uh, reigning and defending. If any you jabrones out there want a piece of this chip eating machine, he's undisputed. He owns the unified belt. <laughs> I just stole it. Just, <laughs> I, I mean, just never gave it back. It's made of cardboard, really. <laughs> Oh, that's why it tastes the way it does. Yes, but that is the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Good evening. Hey, how's it going? How are you? <laughs> oh, my God. That yeah. is a really good crusty. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was good. <laughs> I mean, that was what I was going for, but I didn't realize it was good. You have been going to Universal Studios a lot, sir. Actually, no. I've been doing that a long time. Like my, It makes my kid laugh his ass off when I do it. It makes me laugh my ass off, and you should do that more often. That's I good. Yes, I should. I mean, I do voices, but like, you know, I ha- I hear Hank is there. You're the you're the stick you're the sticky one. So I don't really I try and stay Am away I, from. Though? I don't Am like I? to encroach on your territory. Let's let's be honest, Tom. I, I mean, we play characters on the show, but we do. You you sir <laughs> you sir are as sticky as they come. Nah, I guess. I mean, my shtick usually involves. Typing disparaging things into a robot and making that say it on the air. No, no, that was certainly not what happened during no. our, our <laughs> fantasy football league. No, no. So Tom, but, uh, yeah. So it is the evening of Sunday, May sixth, two thousand eighteen. A happy seis de mayo to you. Yes, uh, revenge of the sixth. Oh god, it's certainly. I thought it was revenge well, of the fifth. It's, it this is, is so stupid. Saw- this whole thing is so stupid. Say something like, no, it's Revenge of the Sixth. And I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. Like, I, I get that, you know, May the 4th is cute, but yeah, we but all just like, need to We need to relax. stop. We need to stop. Yeah. Every day is a day now. Oh, it's Taco Day. Oh, it's National Hamburger Day. Oh, it's Bacon Day. Oh, it's Cupcake Day. Like, I, it's, it's, we're just all fat. Is that what this is? Like, that's what this is. I feel, I feel like you're, you know, like you have something you need to say more than everyone else <laughs> i know i'm just tired of it i'm just tired of every day being a fucking special day if every day is special then no day is special oh, we, so that's where we're at now that's where that's... we're at now that's where we're at now i'm sorry like when 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 it's <laughs> you're killing me you're literally killing when me. it's man crush monday and taco tuesday and woman crush wednesday and throwback thursday and flashback friday then then nothing is special. Then it's it's just all a day ending in Y. I like that that like we're we're about an hour and a half ahead of what's pissing us off. <laughs> and you are just you are leading the charge in pissed off curmudgeon bullshit. Like it's amazing. Are you new here? Mm, no, but I am pointing out the fact that you think 
that I'm the sticky guy. <laughs> yeah, see, look at this. Look at this. See? Like a goddamn funhouse mirror right now. <laughs> uh, I prefer the term fucking clown shoes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, fresh off our interview where we were talking about uh, Kevin Smith for a moment uh, last week, and we didn't mention that your long-term nickname for me had always been uh, Lunchbox. Yeah, I didn't think Brian would be very interested in that. He would probably be weirded out more than anything Well, else. I don't think he'd be interested in most anything that we said. The guy's busy and we're not. So. <laughs> good, that's a good point. That's a good point, really. Um, but yeah, in case you missed it last week, last week was a really big show for us. Uh, we interviewed Brian Volkweiss, the creator of The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, which we're about three weeks out from season two premiering. Mm -hmm. He also co-directed the upcoming Kevin Smith stand-up special that's going to hit Showtime on May 11th, which uh, is it will air then between you hearing this and you hearing the next one. So if any of that brought you to the show, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you. Um, we should tell you off the top. You can reach us on Twitter at Those Two Jerks, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Those Two Jerks. You can call us and leave us a voicemail, and we'll probably play it because we have 90 minutes to kill. <laughs> that is uh, 321-76-Jerks. You can email us, Those Two Jerks, at gmail.com. And if you really like the show, then you should show other people you like the show and buy some Those Two Jerks logo swag at tpublic.com to search Those Two Jerks. Jerks, in all cases, you're going to spell the word to T-W-O, like the number, not T-O, like uh, everyone on Facebook uses for all versions of two. Well, listen, the president sets precedent, okay, oh, man? Just, Lord. you know, let it be a thing. Don't. Let it be a thing. Just don't. Oh, you know what? Now, <clears throat> see, now you brought it up, so now I have to talk about how... Oh, God. no, you don't. You don't have to do He's anything. the reason oh. more people are saying God now? This is I, what I he want, claims. I want, to, I want you to recognize that there is no reason for you to bring this up. I'm okay? just, I just find it funny. And I mean, it okay. is, it's probably correct because I do say, you know, things like, oh, my God, or God damn it, a lot more. <laughs> so I guess that's something. <laughs> just not in quite the way I think he means. We are anyway. all God's children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently. Um. All right, no, but we do have a lot of new things to get to this week. We will start in the world of sports, as we most often do, and uh, we have been following for some time now, Rick, the quest for baseball to just stay open. Oh, sweet baby Jesus, we just need to keep the doors from coming just, off the hinges. Yep, that's it. That's all we got to do. Just <laughs> As long as we keep them open and people keep coming in, then we'll survive. <laughs> and uh, Are we one step closer to Deep Space Nine now, Rick? Well, we're we're getting to the point where DS9 is starting to become more of like a documentary future series, <laughs> not unlike uh, um, uh, uh, oh, what is uh, what is the movie with um, idiocracy? Uh, idiocracy, yes, yeah. idiocracy, which uh, ended up being a documentary a of the future. Yeah, <laughs> it was prophecy of all prophecies. Um, but yes, so next, what we mean uh, about Deep Space Nine is that. Uh, if you're not familiar with that Star Trek show, and I don't know why you're here if you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of prereq. Yeah, I mean, it's not a prereq, but I mean, if you, it's, it's like, uh, it's like if you want to get a lot of the jokes on The Simpsons, you should have watched probably some Mel Brooks or Monty Python at some point. 
fair, because of references. Fair. And, and yeah. a lot of the jokes on this show uh, refer to Star Trek. So uh, we apologize, but that's how it is. Um, but on Deep Space Nine, Captain Sisko's favorite baseball team is the London Kings. And next year, Major League Baseball is going to have a two-game series in London. Featuring which two prolific powerhouses of the MLB? Oh, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's going to be the Yankees and the Red Sox. They're going to play two games, and these are not exhibition games. They're going to be played in June, in the middle of the season. Well, they want to play somewhere where it's warm. <laughs> so London, obviously. Yes, yes, clearly. Okay, mm. I mean, you know, Shad Khan, I guess, wants to get into the baseball market, right? <laughs> Nice, nice, but uh, yeah, it's now it hasn't been uh, publicly announced, but a source uh, told the Associated Press, uh, it's pretty amazing, well, what you, actually. What do you think about this, Tom? What are you excited about here? I'm not excited about any of it. I mean, it's it's new, it's like it's like when. <laughs> it's like when you walk outside and like. The person delivering your mail is different. Like, oh, that's new. <laughs> oh, how about that? It otherwise doesn't impact your day very much. <laughs> Unless you're friends with your letter carrier, and then, you know, then it does. But otherwise, it doesn't really impact your day. And uh, But now, it's, it's just different. And as Bill Murray says at the end of Groundhog Day, anything different is good. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm excited by this because we're finally forcing the Brits to accept that they are <laughs> responsible for one of the worst uh, major league organizations in the world. It's the final it's the final clause in the treaty that ended the Revolutionary War. Right, like no, you guys got to watch this shit now. Yeah. All right, <laughs> come on, pull up a chair. This is what is this 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 is what's happening. It's not enough like, that we gave you McDonald's. Like you you have to have this too now. Yeah, sit down and watch baseball with us, and then comment on it and find out if you find it to be repugnant as well. But this is what's happening. <laughs> repugnant? Do you find baseball repugnant now? I find this repugnant. <laughs> I, I don't have any interest. I personally, you know, as a fan of the sport, have zero interest in baseball moving to England. I, I have none. What well, I mean, they're I not going... moving there. They're playing two I games there. I don't. I have no care at all that this is happening. Like I'm, I'm the guy you're supposed to be selling the sport to, right? I'm going to go to the game, right? Well, you're not going to London, right? And That's not for you. It's it's for people that live in London. It's for you to get up really early and watch it on television. <laughs> Why would I do that? I don't know, but that's what they think. Like what? It's like when they started the season in Japan. Remember like 10 years ago, the Devil Rays okay. and the Yankees played in Japan? That was okay. You know why? Why? It was the start of the season. And for whatever reason, these random bullshits, if they happen in like week one, you just chalk it up to, ah, that's, that's silly and frivolous. Who cares? And then you move. This is the middle of the damn year, man. This is know, June. It's, it's the end of June. It's like right when baseball's starting to really get interesting. 
which Remind we should me, notice old, three what, months into the season. <laughs> we're not going to bother with that again. If anyone's listened to one episode of the show, they know what's up. When, when is the All-Star break typically? Typically, it's in the middle of July to late July. So somewhere between, the let's say, the 11th and the 25th. So, like, this, you know, two-game series will probably not impact the season completely. But it's against two division rivals with the most storied um, uh, rivalry in baseball, right? Sure, yes. And I imagine you specifically, Tom, could probably cite a time in which um, uh, the AL East has come down to one or two games. Many times. So this will actually have potentially some pretty deep impact on the season. Yeah, potentially, yeah. And it's, you know, a couple weeks away from the All-Star break. I don't get it, man. Uh, It's, uh, you know, all about staying open. We got to... If people over here won't watch this shit, we got to get somebody else to <laughs> make make somebody interested in this. OK, look, we man, gotta, it's, we it's, it's what Jerry Lewis did. Like no one in America is watching my movies. Send them to France and see what happens. We're taking a bath on these shirts. We got to do something <laughs> right. Like I got cases of Hasselhoff records back here. What do we do with those? <laughs> boss? I don't know. Mail them to Germany. Maybe they'll like them. The Germans or somebody. Uh, this right. it does nothing for me. It does nothing. It doesn't make me excited. It doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me sad. It does nothing for me. I, yeah, I don't know what you wanted out of me <laughs> from this bounces story. Bounces off of you. <laughs> no, it really does. It really does. I oh, they're playing a game in in they're playing a baseball game in England next year, and it's during the regular season. Okay. Like, I, <laughs> great. Should I get upset about this? No. Should no. I get excited? But, by should it? you? Should you get up at six a.m. to watch it? That I might do, and I'll tell you why. Because I hate my life. I hate everything about my existence, and uh, I'm looking for an excuse to kill myself. So this might be it. That's the only legitimate reason I can think of. Just stare into the middle distance with this game on TV in the house all dark. (laughs) That's about it. That's about it. This is wearing your underwear from three days ago. Eating the same, you know, potato chip sandwich and, exactly. and coleslaw. And... <laughs> exactly. There's, there's a stain on your shirt. You're not sure what it's from. Doesn't matter. I, it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, outside of you know, it's time for me to. It's time for me to to go the way of the dodo. Like, what? <laughs> what exciting news is this? It's not. No. It's not. No, it's not. It's just like I said. We cover the just stay open hashtag. And this is another attempt to just stay open. It's a terrible one at that. I don't know. Maybe 25 years from now, this will be, we'll be talking about this as, you know, this was the first step to MLB securing a foothold in Europe. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking about that on the day that they announced the London Kings as an expansion team. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's just as likely as anything else. <laughs> at this point, I mean, we are in the darkest timeline. You know, you know what though, Tom? I have good news about baseball in general. Before yeah. we get on to the next story, that's going to break my heart. Um, <laughs> I introduced members of my office to Pasopolo. You did. Is that why I you did. texted me and asked how to spell it the other day? Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember how to spell Pasopolo. So, I, and I needed to so I can show my office mates, like you know, just a random YouTube video of it because it is 
just fascinating to watch. <laughs> so there's still hope. There's hope for all of us because of Pisopolo, Tom. Well, good. Good. If you don't know okay. what Pisopolo is, uh, you should really look it up because it's amazing. It is amazing. Let's get into what baseball could be. <laughs> yeah, so we have a couple of very brief baseball stories. I'm going to jump ahead one to get the quick one out of the way. Sure. And that is uh, Albert Pujols joined the 3000 Hit Club this week, which uh, basically means you've, you're old and you've been relatively healthy. That's how this Congratulations. Works. You did it. <laughs> but uh, he also has 600 home runs, which is also a thing. Um, I mean, look, we've known for probably 10 years that this guy was going to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. So it's a formality now that he hit that benchmark. Yeah, it's just and, and you know what? The fact that we're giving it a very brief like mention does sort of speak to the fact that a lot of baseball's great records are based upon only longevity and literally nothing else. In some in some respects. I mean, if you look at, you know, Cal Ripken and and Joe DiMaggio and <laughs> Pete Rose. <laughs> you know, even Barry Bonds to some degree. It, it is the one sport where if you just stay healthy long enough, you <laughs> will make it. Like, seriously. It's true. Just stay open. Just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. It's all about just staying in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay inside on the slider. Just stay on first. <laughs> just keep your hands back. <laughs> it's all good. You'll it's be all fine. good. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, Pujols is barely an effective uh, everyday player anymore for the Angels, even though he's making somewhere in the neighborhood of 20-something million a year. Um, it's just what they got laying around in the couch cushions. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> I mean, okay, does he retire now? I mean, he's got several years left on his deal. But I would think he would retire, right? Nah, no, no. He's he's gonna straight up Ichiro and just become a special assistant well, until they need they need him to just walk off. That's the field funny. And... It's funny you mentioned that because that is also something that happened this week. Ichiro yeah. Suzuki uh, transition stopped being a player after a month and a half. <laughs> he he basically he had signed his one year deal with Seattle. He made the team. Nothing was going right. And so in his early 40s, he decided to very quietly just become a special assistant to the front office and uh, no longer be a player. It's what A-Rod did. And uh, it's actually how Ken Griffey Jr. quit. Too. <laughs> Everyone, you know, why, what I don't understand more than anything is when he signed that one-year deal, shouldn't it have been a one-day? Like, shouldn't that have been a one-day event? Like, in um... retrospect, yes, probably. But look, Ichiro's another guy going to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. He's got 3,000 hits in Major League Baseball in addition to over 1,000 in Japanese baseball. Um, he's consistently been one of the premier, for almost a generation, was the premier uh, defensive player in, in the outfield, in the game, and also one of the most dangerous hitters. Uh, the game's ever seen. He's got the record for most hits in a single season. Um, yeah, you could pile the superlatives up on Ichiro, and he's one of those guys that he's will be in the Hall of Fame in five years. Bully for him. So it's, I mean, it's the end of an era, really. Like the Ichiro era has been going on now for seventeen years. <laughs> I don't, I don't like thinking about that, Tom. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> 
with all these guys wrapping it up, pool hose uh, wrapping I mean, it up. Think about just, it. That's, like that's one more guy who I won't know who they are in the major league <laughs> baseball anymore. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, like, Ichiro's still we're playing. At Ichiro retired age. thirteen years ago, right? <laughs> oh, Christ, really? We're at that age now where guys that that we grew up watching are now managers. Like that's how this goes now. <laughs> It's true, though, because that is what happened. Yeah, it is literally what happened. Aaron Boone, Don Mattingly, A.J. Hinch, they're all, they all played when we were kids. Dave Roberts. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> I could go on. No, don't, please. What, what's, what's the next actual story? The next actual story involves the Mets, your team. No, no, we're not already to that, are we? We are. No. We are. No. And uh, the Mets said goodbye to Matt Harvey, their former ace pitcher this week, the man known as the Dark Knight. Um, he was designated for assignment, which basically means that the Mets now have, well, they had 10 days to either trade or release him. They have seven now at this point, and... Because it's trade or release, if you do find a trade partner, you will get nothing. Good day, sir. <laughs> In return. Um, he has uh, just the rest of this season left on his deal, about $4.5 million. Uh, another reason why they will probably not find a trade partner. And he'll just Shocking. get cut and sign as a free agent somewhere else. Um, been a rough go for Matt Harvey the last few seasons. He was their, their breakout superstar in 2014 and 15, a uh, key part of their team that won the pennant went to the World Series. But uh, injuries and uh, the partying New York lifestyle ever evidently <laughs> took their toll on him. Uh, he had some rough starts at the beginning of the year. Even though the Mets were winning, he wasn't playing well, so they moved him to the bullpen, and that didn't go so well either. So yeah. when they uh, asked him to go to the minors, he said, nope. and and here we are. Well, as I've mentioned a few times on our Twitter page, uh, uh, it, it it's May now, Tom, and that's really true. what what that means more than anything is it's time for the Mets to just gently remove themselves from any kind of possible <laughs> benefit to me personally or any Met fan. It's all you know. This is it. We had a really great April this year, and uh, this is sort of the the um this is the bell tolling like the, you know, ask not for whom the bell toll Thomas. Yeah, maybe it it's, it very well could be Jacob deGrom is uh, injured right now. And, um, you know, the Mets started out 11 and one, I think yeah, this yeah. year they are now, uh, May 6th, they are 17 and 15. So still a winning record. Uh, only yeah, think about how half, many you... a game and a half behind the Braves in the division. So it's still in it at this point, but, it's, it's, yeah, it's I mean, th think about think about how many games to start like eleven and one or thirteen. And okay, three so or yeah, something. eleven and one. They started like let's say eleven and one, and yeah. since then they have been six and fourteen. That's really bad. That is really bad. Yeah, there are they have a seven and ten record at home. Woof. Yeah, just woof. <clears throat> In the meantime, across <laughs> town. You have the, oh. uh, the New York Yankees, who uh, have won 15 of their last 16, are 24-10 and 10 in a game behind the Red Sox in the AL East. Uh, nearly had a no-hitter today, a combined no-hitter, but uh, blew that late. <laughs> that's, they still well, won, that's, though. Yeah, 
it, this is New York. This is what happens is everybody in Queens <laughs> gets really excited. And then uh, somebody goes, man, the Mets are doing really good this year. And then everybody looks at that guy in the bar and, <laughs> and then proceed to beat the piss out of him for ruining the season. And that's it's true. It, it's, it's not fair because true. somebody was going to be that person. So it, it didn't have to be that guy. It just he's there and he yep. said it. It's absolutely true. Generally, the Yankees start slow. The Mets start hot. One side of town's happy. The other is not. And it switches by around Memorial Day. Or sooner, depending. Yeah, never looks back, really. It's it's like some guy, some security guard in Battery Park fell asleep, and he's like, oh, shit, I got to flip this thing. And he just gets <laughs> up and boom, flips the switch, one of those big mad scientist switches. <laughs> you need those. Those are important. <laughs> They're very important. They keep New York running, if you didn't know that. <laughs> There's just a series of ginormous switches. That's all and the city is. It's one guy. It's just one gray-haired old man. Just sitting in a room. God bless him. He works so hard. <laughs> yeah, I think he's Stan Lee's brother. That's what I think. No. It's just a guess, but uh, <laughs> there, there's a more... resemblance. <laughs> yeah. So what? What say you, Tom? Your your, your Yankees are surging. My Mets yeah, are doing look, their normal. The Yankees are surging. They've got two two big prospects that they've called up that are are doing really well right now. Um, they've got an injury to their pitching staff that could be. Uh, a liability for the next, you know, eight to 10 weeks or however long it's going to take Jordan Montgomery to get healthy. But, uh, you know, they're, they're clicking the lineups clicking and pitching staffs doing okay right now. Who knows how long it's going to last, especially with rookies, rookies start hot. And then once they faced all the pitchers in the league and they go through their second time, then they start to cool off a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just, that's just the nature of the beast. Really. It happened to Aaron judge last year. He started hot hit the doldrums in the middle of the season and then finished hot. So it's, you know, you can't, it's May. It's May. If your team's doing well, it's just May. If your team's doing poorly, it's just May. It's so early. There are literally 7,000 games left in the baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> like we but have, you know, we have like about, I think it's approximately two years between now and the next world series. <laughs> so, but, uh, this this brings us to a, an interesting point though, because you you mentioned that uh, it, it's May and ups and that. Did you know, Tom, while we were busy talking about important Major League Baseball happenings, that the NBA playoffs were were going on? I did, I did, only because only because of uh, the ESPN alerts telling me when LeBron hits a game winning shot, which I think has happened three games in a row now. That. That man is very good at basketball. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's not all unlike what Jordan used to do, except, except Jordan, there was more than one player on the Bulls. <laughs> See, and, and here's the problem. <laughs> let's discuss this reality. Let's. Let's. So the, the Cavaliers are up. It's the second round of the NBA playoffs. The Cavs are up three games to none on the Raptors. Um, they've owned the Raptors this year. It's not really surprising. The Cavs barely got by the Pacers in the first round. Yeah, that um, was a that was a tough series for Cavs fans, or in my case, fans of LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, LeBron, LeBron has put the team on his shoulders of late. I don't know why I say of late because he's literally had to do that his whole life. Yeah, I was gonna say this is not new. Like this aside from new. the aside from the what the four years he was in Miami. 
where he had a team around him. Yeah, right. Crazy he's had to. He's happened. had to. He's had to just atlas this shit and hold it all up <laughs> on his shoulders. Sometimes I wonder if it's more Sisyphusian than Atlassian, well, but either way. I mean, when you play in Cleveland as long as he has, it is Sisyphian in a way. Yeah. But uh, he did get that one title there. Yeah. I. You know what's – so I, I, I got a, one of my buddies at work is a big uh, uh, Cavs fan. Same like me, right? So and he's a fan of LeBron. No, he's actually a fan of Cleveland. But I, I guess in that – yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, my mistake. I'm – a LeBron fan. He's actually a Cavs fan. Fair? Sure. I'll give you that. Okay. All right. So um, I was asking him, like, you know, how, how you liking LeBron, how you thinking he's doing, so on and so forth. He's like, oh, this is great. This is really, really good. And uh, I was like, so what happens in the finals? He goes, oh, they get smoked by whoever comes out of the West. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no question. They're getting, whoever comes out of the West is going to smoke them. Uh, if they make it out of the East, who knows what happens in the next round? Yeah, I mean it's it's Look, easy they barely when, they barely you, beat Indiana. Yeah, they own the Raptors as of this taping. They're three and one. Or three and zero. Yeah, three and zero. Three and zero. One more win and they move on. And uh, but again, they've owned the Raptors this year. They just have their number. So you know, if they face, I don't even know who's left in the East. Is it Boston and somebody? Hard to say. Just because <laughs> I don't I don't pay attention. Yeah, right. I haven't either. Um, you know, but. The you know the speculation is of course what happens with LeBron after the season's over because he'll he has the opportunity to opt out of his deal and become a free agent. Um, will he leave Cleveland again and go somewhere else, or will he stay and finish his career there? Most um, people it, seem to think he's leaving. Yeah, well, I mean, would you? Wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. You know, but it, I it, if if a team in the West, like it depends on what you want. Like, do you want to be the man or do you want another ring? Like, the guy's got what four rings? I like. I is, think what is he chasing? Like, he's already going to the Hall of Fame. Okay, mm-hmm. he's already mm-hmm. in the argument for best for goat. Like, he's in the argument. No oh, one's ever you. gonna. No, look, there are pe- there are people who will make a case for him. There are people who make a case for Jordan. There are people who are gonna make a case for. Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain or any of those guys. So he's in the discussion. You're never going to be the definitive guy anymore because you follow Jordan, who was unique, not just in his ability, but in his marketability and his stature as a celebrity to where it it was at a time where it was much harder to become famous than it is now. Okay. 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 So he's not going to transcend Jordan in terms of notoriety, whether he deserves it or not. Um, just I because it's a different time. Okay. Um, but I, he's I don't in, know if I agree with that, but I hear it and I okay. can't deny it. And he's in, so he's in the discussion for greatest of all time. He's a first ballot dead stone cold lock for the hall of fame. He's got, he did what was thought to be impossible and brought a championship to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He's got, he won what? Three rings in Miami or two rings in Miami. Uh, you know, what is he chasing? Is he, is he chasing numbers? Is he chasing Jordan six rings? What I think he's he, chasing Jordan six want? rings. I mean, at this point, I think, I think he, seems I, like more it. than anything, more than anything, I, I think he's chasing rings, but also I think he's trying really hard to prove once and for all who he is and how important he is, which I know is kind of dumb because you're super important, dude. You're LeBron James. 
Right. Like but, you're the biggest, you've been the biggest star in the NBA since the moment you stepped on a court. Mm-hmm. Like I, without I just question. Think that's, I think that's where he is. I think that's where he is. That's where he wants to be. He wants to be remembered as the greatest of all time. I don't know if he will be remembered as the greatest of all time. I personally think he will be, but I think that's his mindset. I think that's where he's at. And, and, and does he tarnish that by jumping around searching for rings? It's hard to say. Like it's we all know, because, we all know that's why he went to Miami, right? Because well, he figured he had a better can, shot at that. Point. I got a better question for you. I got an, a better question for you. Are you mad at LeBron for leaving Cleveland? Should he leave based upon the team that he has oh, around him no. right now? Hell no. I mean, they've done a really terrible job of surrounding him with effective guys. Uh, the guys they had that were any good are gone. Yeah. Like, like they, and they, they, and mean, this isn't the they first thought time Kevin Love this. was a good complimentary piece. That turned out to not be the case for whatever reason. Uh, he and Kyrie couldn't get along. So Kyrie's gone. Like Kyrie was a good complimentary piece for him, and but they just couldn't couldn't coexist. So here we are. You know, I mean, even, you know, Shaq got traded away because he and Kobe couldn't exist. But I just I I think it's twofold. I think one he wants more rings, but I also think too, he's just, he wants to prove once and for all that it was really him. And people will probably already say, of course we know it's really you. You're yeah, LeBron James. I mean, they, they, he, I, he cemented that when he won in Cleveland. Like you can argue everything about Miami because you had Dwayne Wade in his prime and Chris Bosh healthy and all that, you know, so fine, argue whatever you want about those. But the one he won in Cleveland, like he did, that was all him. Well, I think that's what he's doing. That's my thought. Is he's I, trying to prove you're probably right. You're he's trying to prove right. maybe to the biggest critic he has himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what this is now. Is he's chasing his own his own demon. Whether that's wanting to live up to Jordan's legacy or his own thing. Um, you know, and then that's the question, where does he go? Uh a lot of people think maybe Houston, uh, but there's talk now that Houston may not want him. Because there's only one reason. team. There's only one team he needs to go to, Tom. <laughs> the Lakers. No. Be close. No. Golden State. Yes. <gasps> why? I mean, why? Because finally we could just close the NBA. But if he wants to, if he wants to be remembered as it was all him, he's not going to a team that's already got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Oh, I don't care. And Draymond I, I, Green. We're, we're like, no, yeah, we're it's no not longer. happening. We're no longer discussing reality, Tom. I'm just letting <laughs> we're you know. In, we're in Rick's fantasy land now. We're we're in, I want to see some men just want to watch the world burn, Tom. <laughs> and I just think it would be just just the goddamnedest funny thing if LeBron James ends up playing with Steph and KD and then they just win like 75 titles in a row and the NBA <laughs> has to like just close and rebrand as a whole new thing. They have they have an undefeated season. Like they mm-hmm. they break their own record. 82 and 0. It, it can happen in our lifetime. We just have to trust in LeBron. I mean, if, I didn't think 73 and 9 was possible, so who knows. No. So, I, I that's what I want. I want I want that kind of stupidity. Just because I think it would be funny as hell. <laughs> Wait, so you want that kind of stupidity in the NBA, but you were all pissing and moaning about Giancarlo Stanton going to the Yankees. No, I was pissing and moaning about that because of how it happened, not because it happened. <laughs> and screw you for thinking that's not what I was saying. You knew exactly why I was mad. You're just stirring the goddamn pot. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's no. the, that's the show. If I, oh, right. If we don't, like, if one of us isn't upset, then I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah. Well, in that case, I want to tell you about something that's not upsetting me, but that I do find to be upsetting. Okay. Did you know? Did you know that Jason Witten will not be partaking in the NFLs this year? Yes, I did. I did. He right around the time of the draft last week, he retired. Uh, well, they just announced it uh, since our last show, but it was the mm-hmm. rumor broke during the draft that he was retiring from the Cowboys and he's going to replace John Gruden on Monday Night Football. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so how about that? <sighs> I mean, he, he's been in the league 15 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bound to happen mm-hmm. sooner or later. Um, I, you know, it's curious to me because you had Tony Romo retire just a couple years ago and go to the booth. Now, granted, different situation because Romo had basically lost his starting job. So, you know, it's different. Witten is still the unquestioned starter in Dallas. Um, I wonder if concerns about his long-term health didn't have a little to do with it. Had to have something to do with it, mandatorily. Like, that's not even a joke. That had to have been at least something that crossed his mind. You know, I mean, there's been a rash of this now the last uh, four years or so. A lot of guys mm-hmm. are retiring. In Witten's case, this isn't early. Unexpectedly. It is unexpected, though. Yeah. And um, it leads to one of two thoughts more than okay. anything. Go for it. One. Was this just awkward timing? Maybe um, ESPN came to him with, you know, proverbial sack of cash in hand. Seems I like think that's it, right? that's a large part of it. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this process or, has been going on since Gruden became the coach of the Raiders. Probably, possibly. Or is there is there one other thought? <laughs> What's that? Uh, that he saw what was happening in Dallas and said, I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know how many bad seasons he's been a part of in Dallas? Hey, those were bad seasons when he was young. True. I'll give you that. Yeah. Like, bad seasons they when were you still got your something. health. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we can just deal with this. <laughs> you don't want to get your brains beat in every day for when you're old for losing. I believe there's a Jeff Hostetler joke in here somewhere, but I'm not quite sure how to make it. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, he's, I guess, you know, the Cowboys cut Des Bryant and, and it's kind of funny because the rumors come out that Witten's retiring in the middle of the draft and the Cowboys did not draft a tight end. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe it's all finally coming apart in Dallas. It might not be. America's team is still possibly in the mix, but part of me is just like wondering if I'm looking around, I'm seeing things and I'm going, maybe this is, maybe this is it. Like they, they took a lot of shit last year. That that was not, that was not a good place to be working. So mm, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And, uh, and they still have no play by play announcer uh chosen for monday night football as far as i know um maybe witten will just do double duty maybe well, he's really funny, good what's funny about this is witten evidently beat out kurt warner for this job mm-hmm. and uh 
the day after it started to leak out that this was happening, uh, Warner tweeted something that was about, um, he was lamenting how it used to be when he was younger that the best person got the job and not oh because my of God. race or pedigree or blah, 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 blah. And when he was asked directly if this was about Monday Night Football, he's like, no, no, it wasn't at all. It was about some things I've been just seeing in society lately. Society. It's society, yeah. Tom. Society. It's society. It's society. It has nothing to do with sour grapes over not being chosen for Monday Night Football, even though he's been a broadcaster for several years, and Witten is literally going from the sidelines to the booth on society. what society. used to be what used to be the marquee game of the week, but is no longer. Society. Yeah, it's society. <laughs> it's society. Just, oh my God. <laughs> I can't even. I if, just, if, I I could, can't if I even. could borrow a term from the uh, from the world that we don't generally take a part in um try less hard like just do do less if you could do less <laughs> do less do less do less like right now you're doing a lot do less go ahead beautiful thank you beautiful yeah, so there's no, uh, currently, they have not hired a lead play-by-play announcer for Monday Night Football. They do, have, they do have Rex Ryan. Oh my god, I forgot he was a guy. Rex Ryan and Jason Witten, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's I see. actually forgot Rex Ryan was a person. <laughs> that he was a person? Like, that he existed? I, like, I forgot he existed. No, like, I'm not even joking. I forgot he could be someone of importance like i, I completely you, slipped you my mind think like what like thanos snapped his fingers and wiped rex ryan out of existence now that my friend is a segue well done it's not if you point it out <laughs> you do this to me literally every show i know <laughs> i know <laughs> the hypocrisy knows no bounds here thank you mr president let's move on <laughs> You're welcome. You know, because of me, people are saying Mr. President a lot more. Oh, and here I thought it was. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I'm not even going to dignify this. Let's let's just talk about talk about goddamn let's, comic book stuff. Yeah, this is, we'll move on to geek stuff, nerd stuff, and uh, let's talk about Infinity War. Um, <laughs> Infinity billion dollar war. Yeah, Avengers Infinity at the box office. <laughs> Infinity billions. So in uh, just 11 days of being open, Avengers Infinity War uh, grossed a billion dollars worldwide. One billy. 11 One days. Billy. So almost $100 million a day. <laughs> Think you about know, it, man. Where Unicron must be just whacking it off. Just, Unicron just, had, you know. yeah, he, he, he rubbed himself so raw in the hospital. That's what happened. <laughs> oh my God, it's happening for real. Like he's got no skin left on his hands. Okay, <laughs> it's, That's like that, what it's like that scene in the office where where uh, Michael he starts. Run, oh my, it's happening! <laughs> <laughs> like if this were the pre Harvey Weinstein days, Unicron would have been through at least seven or eight starlets by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But in this post-Weinstein era, Unicron has to just take care of it himself. <laughs> God, that's terrible. 
Uh, one of these days we need to talk to Unicron about all that stuff that's going on. Just see yeah, what he thinks. Yeah, just let me let me get my voice back. I mean, uh, let me get him on the line <laughs> one of these days. But uh, yeah, so uh, Infinity War, a billion dollars in 11 days. Obviously <laughs> shattering all sorts of records. Um, the one record it was not able to break, it only, and I'll say only, made $275 million in its second week, uh, which does not break the Force Awakens uh, record for second week. Well, shit. <laughs> like, this is where it. we're at now. This, Just this pull is the whole goddamn thing. Now. It's not the highest grossing movie uh, in its second week in May opening, but a billion dollars in 11 days. Like, yeah, like, like, I think one of the Infinity Stones must be the Money Stone. That's what I think. I just, I can't stop thinking. Like, I see it now every couple of days. The, um, the meme, the, the, the with Thanos collecting the Infinity Stones, but it's actually uh, Disney. No, Disney it, collecting it's Mickey like, Mouse. Yeah, and Marvel and Star Wars and Fox and, yeah. And I just keep looking at it like, man, this is all really awesome. But one company owns a billion dollars at the box office it's every one week. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Like you have. All right. So you've got Infinity Wars raking in the dough right now. Now, granted, they don't technically own Fox yet, but Deadpool is about to come out. Deadpool 2. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. They get they Marvel get a cut from Deadpool 2. Uh then you'll have Solo, a Star Wars story, coming out in Memorial Day weekend. That's another Disney movie. <laughs> and then uh, in July, there's Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's probably somewhere in there, someone in there I'm forgetting. <laughs> I don't know at this point. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it matters. Like, like, they've already had Black Panther this year. They had Last Jedi break a whole bunch of records back at Christmas time. Like, they can't be stopped. And and we talk about it every now and again. Like I I don't have a lot to say about this because I feel like we've kind of run that that course. But it is jarring to see that every now and again to be reminded that Star Wars, uh, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and maybe you know kind of sort of Deadpool and also just Disney movies. By the way, <laughs> yeah yeah. Let's not forget that. And that all goes to one. I know it's not Michael Eisner. Who sits on top of the deal? Bob, uh, Bob Iger is the, Bob the CEO Iger. of Disney right why, now. Why, why, wait a minute. Why is it that you can only have some weird, like, supervillain name to be the head of Disney? Yeah, Michael you answered. I, you answered your own question. Yeah. Bob Iger. Hi, I'm Bob Iger. How you doing? <laughs> See you welcome. at Disney World. Bring money. Welcome. Bring money, yeah. Welcome to Disney. What do you want? <laughs> why are you here? Look, I mean, brings... if you're going to control that much of the world, you have to be a supervillain. It's true. It's true. Uh, uh, oh, God, what's the guy from The Simpsons? Um, Mr. Burns? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, Hank no, Scorpio? No. Hank Scorpio. <laughs> Best one-time character ever. I, I, have, I have the belief of that. No, I agree. That is, I think, I think it's probably one of the top two episodes of The Simpsons ever. Hey, Homer, if you could do me a favor and kill somebody on the way out, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> wonderful just wonderful but I, here's here's the thing that i want to i want to let's just walk with me down this path for a moment all right i'm with you as 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 a dc fan <laughs> let's look at 
let's see if we can critically and somewhat objectively take a look at this now. In terms of of brand recognition, mm-hmm. would you say that Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman are more recognizable globally and to the layperson than Iron Man and Captain America and the Hulk? Um, if this was 10 years ago, I would never disagree with that sentiment. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's look at it in a vacuum then. Okay. In a, in a vacuum, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, that's the list. Still, I mean like the three most recognized, well, two of the most recognizable logos in the entire world. Well, yeah. Thanks to Lex Luthor. I mean, God, without him (laughs) making (laughs) Wonderful. Hmm. No, Batman, Super, Batman and Superman, that that's it's A and B and then whoever you want to throw in after that it, it doesn't right. matter. Right. So Batman and Superman. Yeah. So had <laughs> Warner Brothers not shit themselves into the grave? Yeah, screwed the pooch with Green Lantern. Do you think we would be talking about say a Justice League movie doing this kind of business? You know, I had they succeeded like Marvel did in building a universe. Yes, yes, probably bigger, right? I I don't think it was just the Green Lantern misstep. I will never concede that. Not that that movie was good. I love it, but it's terrible. I I freely admit it. I think that was because of that misfire. It forced them to do some things that they would not have normally done. Let's go with that. Perhaps, perhaps. But yeah, I mean, they are the they are the money. Like it's it's the DC universe. What was what was DC's tagline? <clears throat> excuse me. When you and I were both really into comics, do you remember the original universe? The original universe. Because it is. And they're right. That was a hell of a thing to say. They also have never been close to going out of business. You know who has? Yeah, Marvel went bankrupt. <laughs> That's right. That's damn right. Back in the day. So like. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I have every reason to believe that had DC not, you know, shit on itself and then <laughs> further shit on itself. And then drew on the walls with that shit. <laughs> and then hired Zack Snyder to turn that shit into a movie. <laughs> Do the best you or can. Or three. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta help us here, Zack. You gotta do this. <laughs> look, man, look, it's, it's just it's it's just it's everywhere in here. Can you do something with this? Just do do whatever. I don't care who you have to call. I think Ben Affleck, yeah, fine, whatever. Just get whoever in here. Get get who you got. Just do this. <laughs> just help us. Well, I mean, you know, it's already brown, so what about sepia tones? Yeah, fine, man. Just Yeah, just come on. You know, we're not asking a lot here, all right? Just, just paint yeah. the wall. Just look at it. We, we have to, we, ha- we got to get a Batman out. Like, it's just, it, come on. there has to be a thing with Batman on it in the movie theater. Well, what about this one, you know, the three Batman movies that just came out recently? Like, can I get the guy who did those? Yeah, no. Do whatever you want, man. Come on. <laughs> you can try, I guess. Call get the writer. Him, get, get the writer. He's busy with that, I don't know, the movie with the top in it? I don't know. He's busy. Nice. With the top. <laughs> look at you. Look at you. Oh God! They're like they're, it's basically just look, man. There's you know there's there's a there's a two by three space on the wall in the movie theater between Captain America and Thor, and we got to put Batman or something there. So just... <laughs> I think I think after <laughs> might as well be you. I think after all of these 
grave missteps, yeah, they still could have gotten it done. I just, it just wasn't going to be like, there's yeah, only, obviously we don't live in that universe. Well, there's only so many times that you could, you know, tell your girl, no baby, this time I swear it'll be different. <laughs> but when it's good, it's so good, Rick. Oh yeah, man. I know. I used to date her. I understand. I get it, but it's not good anymore. <laughs> it's, it's real bad. It's real, real bad. And you're going to need to, you know, accept that it's, it's real bad. And if you don't, I'm that's on you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like at some point it stops being her fault and or, or, you know, she can't really take the blame anymore. Like that's that's you, brother. Like you're going to have to you're going to have to take that one on. Like. I'm sorry, DCU. How much more did you want from your fan base? Like how many more times were you going to be like, no, but this time you're going to love it. We're bringing out all the hits. You'll see. You'll all see. Like, what was going to happen, Tom? What, what's the positive here? For DC? Nothing. Yeah. Like, if there's a positive for the therapists of the people who are executives at Warner Brothers, because <laughs> they're going to bill a lot of hours. But that's about it. It's. I have, I have a theory, though. I mean, there's going to be thought. some nail-biting and gnashing of teeth across town. And there has an been idea. already. Go for it. I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay. I know how we can save the DC universe, Tom. Yeah, so do I. They won't call us and hire us. Well, well, okay, yes, that, that would be one way. But what if, instead of doing that, we do something else? Oh, oh, I know. I know. Okay, Let's get our money what? a different way. Okay. <laughs> how about one of these... Uh, what are these things that everybody loves? These uh, oh, a streaming service. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, streaming service, Tom. Let's yeah. charge people money for things that they haven't actually said they wanted. Well, wait, but is it going to be a Warner Brothers streaming service? Like, is it going to have old Looney Tunes and Casablanca and and no, Harry Potter and stuff? No, no, none of that shit. No, we'll have <laughs> streaming services for those <laughs> later on. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. What we're gonna have is we're gonna have a streaming service that caters only to. DC fans. Oh, this sounds brilliant. Yes, yes. Only this the is, DC. This is the idea right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is where the money is. This is it. This is it. You know, Disney's doing its streaming service, but this, this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> DC announced this week, DC Universe is their new membership service. And it's going to launch, what, next year? I guess I, I as soon as I later saw the story, this year. I turned it off. Sorry, later I, this year. Um, I just no, 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 thanks. Gonna have some immersive elements in addition to new live action and animated offerings. Now, some of it seems kind of interesting. There's a new season of Young Justice or mm -hmm. a reboot of the Young Justice show that was very popular. That's coming back. You'll only be able to watch that on DC Universe. There's uh, a new Harley Quinn series which i'm not sure if it's animated I, it kind of had to be i thought I it thought is I animated it. yeah it is animated uh it's 26 episodes geared toward an older crowd uh from <laughs> oh from the team behind powerless remember powerless rick no one remembers powerless tom there's a reason <laughs> we talked about it on the show a few times that was the show on NBC about the insurance company in the DC universe. 
Yeah. The guys who brought you this failed product bring you more failed products. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's so Young Justice Outsiders, things. Harley Quinn, there's gonna be a live action Swamp Thing show, uh, which was a new announcement. They hadn't talked about that before. And uh, the live action Titans show, which was initially gonna be on TNT, and TNT said, mm, no thanks. So <laughs> um, it's still being made and is gonna go on DC Universe. Um, I imagine we'll also see all of the DC movies. Oh, one, yeah. Well, one I mean, would gotta, assume. You got to put those somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> one would assume. I don't know Just how many put times. That, put that down somewhere. Put, yeah, put that over here. The question in my mind is how many times can one watch Wonder Woman to make the monthly subscription worthwhile? Well, it depends on how much they charge. That what is another factor. You, what if I told you they were charging $2 a month? I, I would be, I might, be, I might try it. Now, now let's let's play a game here, Tom. Yes, please. I, I, We're gonna I, I do wanna... the prices right here. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do the doodly. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Hit me. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go. Uh, so I'm gonna jump. So two dollars. We agree. So yeah. four dollars. Maybe I would probably <laughs> wait for. I would probably wait for the reviews of the original programming. <laughs> four dollars is already just. Oh, I don't know. Hey man, I'm already paying seven for CBS All Access <laughs> to get Star Trek. Okay, <laughs> I pay seven for Star Trek. Let me let me let me let me pull it back a little. Bit. My dollars only go so far. <laughs> what if I said three dollars? Okay, yeah, three. Yeah, I can get behind three. Like three. <laughs> get behind three. I'll buy I'll buy one less candy bar a month. All right. So three dollars is a but we know that four. We're getting iffy, so so let me let me let me see if I can go. Can I go to five? <laughs> what if I went to five? Five five. We're still in the I would consider it range, but I want to see some reviews first. <laughs> okay, and then six. Mm, mm, now we're starting to teeter. The little yodeler, the little yodeler, starting to get near the edge here. Okay, what if I went to five fifty? You know, come come away from six. Yeah, okay. Get away from six. <laughs> 550 uh, yeah okay I, I still want to see reviews though <laughs> so so if i said seven dollars if you said seven dollars i would want to watch a pilot that's what i would want to do like look it, it's that's what i did with cbs all access i saw the pilot for discovery and i liked it enough to want to watch the rest of it so i paid the money but like unless you show me the pilot of titans or any of this other nonsense i'm not getting my seven dollars a month so seven dollars. Well, okay. So if seven dollars is, I'm gonna need to see something first. Yeah, yeah. I need a preview. Is is eight dollars just right out? Like yeah. I oh, want to yeah. know. Yeah. I want to hey, know where dude, the line ends. Netflix is like seven ninety nine. Like oh no no. I I understand. I'm asking a lot with that amount. I just want to know where the line in the sand is. That's all. Yeah. Eight I, eight dollars is the line. Eight dollars is absolutely the line. Especially when you start to get close to what some of the more robust streaming services are charging you're fucked like what is what does wwe network charge uh it's 990 uh, 9.99 okay so it's a little more than some than the lowest netflix plan but it's cheaper than the than hulu well no because hulu starts at 7.99 also so all right, so it's a little more, but but you have a back catalog, like an extensive back catalog of stuff. Yeah, a catalog there. that goes on forever. Yeah, so I mean, you're getting tons and tons of content. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's it's you know if you're if that's your thing, it's obviously worth it. Um, yeah, 
at DC Universe is going to be tough. Now, <laughs> here's where they might get me. Okay. They might get me at that price point if it included in this immersive content a digital comic subscription. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had access to an archive of DC Comics digitally, in addition to the streaming content, now we're talking. Now I might be willing to do that 7 or $8 a month. What if I told you that DC was going to stop doing digital comics? Oh, my God. Are you, are you just making, is that a joke you made up, or is that a thing? No. Are you kidding no. me? No, some of the books won't have digital copies and the code. The coding won't be there anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is incredibly boneheaded. Yeah, that was announced. It's, you know, so just to keep prices down. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Hold the line at two ninety nine, right? Yeah. I miss those days, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, let's keep let's let's make sure we can keep prices down for those those, you know, that handful of 40 something fat guys that still goes to their LCS and buys DC comics. And let's not they're not necessarily fat. Everything else you said is correct. They're not necessarily. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, let's not let's not open this up to anybody new. We can't have that. No, no. Why? Why would you include? The streaming service. So, okay. You know what? Before we continue on this, I had an interesting thought. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. So, initially, 10 years ago, when I was, you know, running comic book stores and whatever, and these movies started coming out, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, et cetera, et cetera, I was really excited, as anyone would be, right? Well, sure. We were all very excited with whatever this was going to be. And I thought that every time one of these movies debuted, that they had basically pushed the shelf life of comic books ahead like 10 years. Yeah. So I mean, like, we've talked about this at length before. Right, right. But we've also now started to discover that actually, no, that is not the case. That didn't happen. Right. I mean, that only really happens when they have a free comic book day around one of these releases. You get people and, in the store. Right. And, and then, you know, people quickly peter out. And I, I realized I figured out why this happens the way it does. So in America, people have been saying, you got to read, uh, you got to read the book and not watch the movie for generations. Oh, yeah. Right. Long time. So why did we as comic book nerds think that? our literature would be treated any differently than all the other literature throughout history. Well, okay. What do you mean? So if every, uh, if every comic book fan, we all thought that people were just going to gravitate to our, you know, our, our industry and become part with us. But just like with traditional novels, people would rather wait for the movie to come out. So why would they read comic books when you've got these incredible movies that are coming out every you know couple of weeks? It's a fair point. You're also it's it's also has a, an added problem that novels don't have, which is the weight of continuity, years yes. and years of continuity, where people feel like they have to do homework in order to start. So it it was just something that crossed my mind that I realized that you know we are asking a lot 
out of um, new readers, not just to get on board with what they're reading, but also because people have been not interested in reading the source material for any movie uh, I mean, industry for a long not, time. That's not necessarily true. I mean, like, generally, if a movie's a hit and it's based on a book, it will drive sales of the book up. But you're talking right, but- about... It's it's obviously it's the movie has to be a hit first. Like it's not like people are just reading and then oh wow there's a movie of this book I like. It's like I saw this movie I want to read the book now. Right, and that is I sort of think that's asking a lot. It is, and especially like if I want to go read the novel of Gone Girl after I saw that movie, uh, I don't need to go back and read versions of Gone Girl from ten or fifteen years ago to understand what is going on in the novel. <laughs> Whereas if I see mean, Iron <laughs> Man and I really like the Iron Man movie and I want to pick up the Iron Man comic book, it's not the same character. And nope. in order to figure out what the hell's going on, I've got to go back at least, at least a year, probably. Probably. If not longer. To figure out what's going on. That or have a lengthy conversation with some sweaty, not pleasant smelling individual in a comic shop. I really don't like how you're you're I'm you're not going... talking about the employees. <laughs> no, I didn't say you were. I just <laughs> just makes me feel bad the way you're going on about <laughs> these guys at the stores. Am I wrong? I didn't say that. Look, Tom. I used to be one of those guys at the stores. I get you're it. Still, you're still technically one of those guys. You're Tom. right. I just don't go to the store anymore. That's right. No, I I think that's what's happening. I just, I think that's what's happening. I think people are seeing these amazing movies and like, I saw the free comic book day stuff from yesterday. I didn't go to free comic book day for the first time in a long time. Cause it just didn't work out. I was just, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for that event. And, and I, we all know my issues with being around humans. So <laughs> yeah. But what if I could choose which I can't even say this. What if I can choose which adventure to be interested in? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was awkward. <laughs> that was. That wasn't great. I've had worse. I've had better. That was awkward. However, it's still you are moving question. us to our next topic, which is uh, there are going to be choose-your-own-adventure movies. Remember those books from when we were kids? I read the shit out of those books in elementary and middle school. <laughs> Well, there was not a lot else for you to do back then. You are, you are a secret agent. You are a superstar. Uh, oh, my God. So many. So many. The Lost Jewels of Nabooth. I've never heard of that one, but that's on here. So what I'm trying to figure out is I, I, I read the article, so obviously I know. So I'm, I'm being a little coy here. But how does this work exactly, Tom? Okay. So 21st Century Fox is making these choose-your-own-adventure movies. Oh, Wait a minute. Who's in the process of buying 21st Century Fox, Rick? Um, oh, that would be Disney, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they've announced that they're they've acquired the rights to choose your own adventure. Um, the film adaptation will retain that key characteristic of the books. It's going to let the audience determine the story's outcome. They're going to use a smartphone app called Control Movie which actually debuted in a movie a couple of years ago called Late Shift. I didn't know that. And it I didn't said know that there either. were seven different endings available to the audience. Um, it's been reported that the demonstration they showed at CinemaCon, Fox's demonstration, 
was kind of like um, the Telltale Games video games. Gotcha. So, like, you make a quick decision, and then the story continues. Um, so the audience has to agree sort of right, I guess unanimously? I guess, like, you download the app on your phone. This is what I'm guessing. You download mm-hmm. the app on your phone. Everyone in the audience chooses the next thing on the app, and whichever one is the gets the most votes is where the story goes. And they're saying that these choose this choose your own adventure movie is going to be obviously there's several different outcomes and different running times depending on the outcome, which is an interesting concept. Because if you remember the books, if you made a wrong decision, you might be dead on the next page. You might get ten pages in or five pages in, and it'd be over, and you have to start again. Not so, if you hold your thumb on the one page. Though. Well, that was the yeah, thing. if you cheat, if you cheat, <laughs> Lord. Well, you really, you oh, you didn't. Oh, you're you only didn't. You're cheating a, yourself, Rick. You're, you're such a, a bastard of virtue. You never did anything like that. We're not talking about me. Uh. <laughs> I didn't offer up that little insight into my persona. You did. Anyway, um, this, the, that last part is the thing that, that kind of intrigues me because if the running time is different... How are theaters going to schedule screenings of this movie? I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be that guy here, Tom. Okay. This isn't happening. <laughs> okay, why? Cuz of everything you just said. Like this is this is really cute and this will work great as an anthology DVD for, you know, you to buy at the sh- at the store or even even as a streaming service i could see this working where you text a number and the next the next scene plays or something like that but to do this in a movie theater people will rip each other's heads off tom that's that's <laughs> what's going to happen well think about it though i mean this has been done before with a movie apparently like clue well, no, this late shift movie from a couple of years. Yeah, ago. well, you heard, you were, you know about late shift. You know you remember that movie because it did so well. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, we talked here, about that ad not ad nauseum, right? So here's all right. Here's what I think they could do if the theaters want to schedule this, and this is the only pro- there's a problem with this that I'll get to. So you figure out what the longest possible runtime is for this movie, and that is how you schedule it just like you would for everything else, right? So Avengers is two and a half hours. Obviously, you schedule a two-hour and 40-minute window or whatever it is, three-hour window in that room for that movie, okay? okay? So let's say the longest possible outcome of Choose Your Own Adventure is 90 minutes. So then, you know, you have your hour and 40-minute window. Now, if the audience Fs up and they're done in 10, oh, well, they just leave after 10, and the theater sits empty, I guess, Till the end of that window, and there's the problem: is you've right. now got theater owners with empty houses, and that they, they could love be using that. to make money. Yeah, that's their favorite thing in the world. Yeah, the only the only thing is, especially early on in a movie's run, most of the ticket money goes to the studio and not the theater. The theater makes its money from the concessions. Right. And that changes later in the movie's run. Uh, the, the split is different. It's more in favor of the theater. But So if the studio is willing to... Let's say the studio is willing to provide some sort of financial guarantee to theaters who play this movie, saying that, all right, yeah, you're going to have some empty houses for certain lengths of time, 
but we'll guarantee you'll get you'll still get X. There's a floor of a minimum that the studio is willing to provide to the theater out of whatever it grosses. You might know, then man. get I, theater owners to get on board for this. I just don't buy it, buy it as a viable option. I don't know. They're going to try it. Uh, I will say be this really though, before, before before I get to um, you know, oh, this is terrible or anything like that. I will say this. It's cool. I'm actually I actually think this is cool. I think it's really neat that they're trying it. I don't think it'll work at all, but I just think it's really neat and really cool and good on them for doing that. Yeah, I mean they've got to do something that's going to get people into the theater. You know what I mean? Like, but it's no, not going to get you there. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to get you there. Nah. You know, no, the other I'm thing pretty... is the other thing is if you get a room full of trolls, that'll just... never happen. <laughs> that's the other thing is like you know you'll get a room full of people where in some showings it's going to be they're going to pick the stupidest option <laughs> just because they want to watch <laughs> the world burn. That's right. No, only they're not doing it in a cutesy fashion. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have some stuff like that go on. But I think it's interesting. It's the first really new kind of uh, thing that we're seeing at the movies in a, quite some time. So we we will watch it with great interest, I think. <laughs> I and feel. see how this goes. <laughs> and see how this goes. Now, speaking of seeing how it goes. Yes. They evidently are still making the Gambit movie over at Fox, Rick. I don't believe you for a second, Tom. <laughs> We've now been through three directors. <laughs> They're searching for a fourth. <laughs> Channing Tatum is still attached to Star, as far as I know. God bless him. <laughs> uh, there is not a rescheduled release date announced for it, but Simon Kinberg, who's producing it and who uh, directed... X-Men Dark Phoenix, which just got pushed back 10 months, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, says the script they have is great. Oh, it's great, Tom. I read it. Did you read it? Did you read the script that they have? They've met with a bunch of directors, and they have a really great script. No, I haven't seen it. And yeah, if well, I did, no, I couldn't tell you because I'd get sued. <laughs> How could you not have seen it? They said it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Surely yeah. it must be then. Well, I mean, you know, seven people in the world have seen it, and I'm one of them, and I say it's great. Yeah, well, there, there you go. Is. And I have Just a vested because... financial interest in you thinking it's great. <laughs> so why would I ever lie about this? Of course. What are you talking about? I'm not a, I'm a trustworthy source. Just ask me. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, 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 mm, ah, maybe mm, it is. Maybe mm. it is. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, maybe it is a, crime family drama with superheroes. That could be mm. good. Mm, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a heist. A That'd heist? Cool. Ant-Man was good. Ant-Man was good, yeah. See? yeah. See? I, don't know. I don't know. You're starting to turn me around on this. It doesn't sound like shit. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not writing it. So... <laughs> So there's a good chance it's not shit, or a good chance it's still is. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm gonna let you decide for yourself. You can. Oh, you is can it gonna be choose your own adventure? adventure. <laughs> choose vote, my own disappointment. Vote now with the app on your phone. Do you want to be disappointed <laughs> in your friend who wrote a bad movie, or do you want to rail against the studio for writing a bad movie? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of options. <laughs> in any in any case, the movie's bad. <laughs> in any case. <laughs> <laughs> The movie, the movie's always bad. That's the catch. 
this whole episode has been like, what if two smokers decided to have a podcast? I know. I know. It's 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 awful. <laughs> oh god. It's terrible. Uh. However, um yeah, so if Simon Kinberg says the script is great, then we should believe him, right? I um I I I still don't know who that is, Tom. <laughs> He's the director of X-Men Dark Phoenix. I don't know what that movie is, Tom. <laughs> He's a producer and a co-writer of some of the more recent X-Men movies. Oh, X-Men movies. Okay, yeah, like, no, like yeah. First Class, and which was good. And yes. Days of Future Past, which was good. Yes, yes, also and, true. Uh, Apocalypse, also. which was all right. Zite. 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 Um, so, all right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's... Uh, Look, man, okay. I just... I. Uh, as long as he uses his staff and there's playing cards that blow up, I'll probably be okay. Like I, I mean, I, I liked I really the Gambit liked... part of the Wolverine movie. So. Yeah, well, I did too. Like I was gonna mention that honestly. Like <laughs> I, I dug the Gambit that turns out was you know Friday Night Lights Gambit, and I didn't even know. Yeah, you didn't know. I, I didn't even know what a Friday Night Lights was. Oh yeah, at you that hadn't watched time. it yet. Yeah. No, I hadn't. So like that was news to me, and I was mm, pretty cool character. He he had a bow staff and he he had cards. Isn't that all we need? Like, yeah, he had, a, he had a terrible Cajun accent, but otherwise. You know what? Storm Storm's accent was always the worst, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> Halle Berry has an Oscar. You leave her alone. She also has a Razzie. Yep. All right, so what's your point? <laughs> I think you made it for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very confused right now. Yeah, you should be. Anyway. Right, well. We'll, uh, we'll see. I still I still think Gambit ain't getting made. But <laughs> well, maybe when Disney officially buys the property. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they when they buy it, and uh, then you know Gambit will appear in a background scene in Spider Man Five, and then uh, and then we'll be, be like, right. oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. You know they'll do it the right way. <laughs> the right way. They'll actually get a Cajun actor or something. You know, it'll be it or somebody we don't expect that ends up being good. And maybe it'll be Mark Ruffalo. I don't know. Oh, but he's got all those Hulk movies. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's enter in 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 honor of the Kentucky Derby. And down the oh. stretch they come. Oh God! I really, Tom. Yep. Rick, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. What's pissing you off this week? God, Tom, there's been like just so many things. I I don't even know how to begin this segment because I have so many things pissing me off. I guess if if I had to pick one thing, <sighs> poor planning. Like like city planning or social planning or <laughs> just poor planning. Just planning that doesn't work out. Okay, please elaborate. So, all right. So as you are aware, because we have a another podcast that we joke about and also it exists, Jesse we, and I. this we? Who's this we? You and Jesse? Jesse and I. Jesse yeah. and I. Yeah. Jesse and I have a podcast that is devoted to the world of wrestling. Yes. Right? Yes. And uh, on that show, we are friends with other podcasts that are wrestling podcasts as well. Um, and one of them is putting on a, an event right now. It actually just wrapped up uh, in Tampa, um, which obviously I couldn't get to because it's in Tampa. And of course, you know, we do the show on Sunday nights uh, most weeks. 
et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. You could have gone. I could have. I could have. But also it's in Tampa. And, and <clears throat> if I'm honest, I'm not. <laughs> are you, are if you, you barred from Hillsborough County now? No, but I, as amongst other things, as you could tell, I'm not feeling terribly well Fair right enough. now. No, I'll give you that one. So I didn't want to drive all that way, but Effie is defending the actual Team Hammerfist title. Like There's it's a actually Team Hammerfist title? Yeah, it's a long story, but it, it's now known as the Internet Wrestling, uh, the Wrestling uh, Nerds Internet Radio. Uh, God, I can't oh even my talk God. anymore. It's pretty funny. It's pretty hilarious. Like, honestly, it is. It's an actual belt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an actual title belt. And wow. Effie is our champion. Wow. Um, so... It's actually being defended, and Jesse and I really wanted to go, but Jesse had like the line of the week uh, with uh, on me the other day, and it just I couldn't stop myself, and I kind of I kind of called him out for his shitty planning. <laughs> uh oh. And he's like, "Hey, we should definitely go to this event." And I said, "Jesse, you couldn't get to the event that was on Mills Avenue, and you expect me to believe that you're going to the one in Tampa?" How did that go over? He was uh, understandably um, disappointed in my feelings, but also he didn't have a defense. <laughs> and it's not just Jesse. It's not just this one person in my life. Like he, he didn't. Screw, he's not a screw up or of any high regard. It's just he didn't plan it well, and. It made me angry and it pissed me off because I had to be a dick. I had to go to him and I had to be like, boy, and I had to say it like that. And then I felt bad because of it. And it pissed me off. Tom. Yes, Rick. What's pissing you off? Kentucky Derby parties. <laughs> Oh, come on. Okay. When did this become a thing? Um, Probably 150 years ago. No, the party at the actual Derby was a thing. And then now it's like a thing for people who don't give a rip about horse racing at all any other day of the year to have people to their house to watch a five-minute event so that they can wear... Floppy hats for Facebook. Oh, oh and Instagram. Man. Oh, geez. This is supposed to be new. Like, this never happens in any other former way, right? Well, the Super Bowl's four hours, at least. <laughs> you didn't even make me say it. That's awfully sweet of you, Tom. No, look, I'm aware of the arguments against before I go in here. You don't think I looked at it? You don't think I Batman this and looked at all the different angles? If I go in bitching about something as dumb as this, <laughs> Ricky's gonna call like me. Yeah, I'm well, I'm well aware of all of the dumb responses to this. <laughs> okay, but why are you pissed off about it? Because it's just ridiculous. I'm tired. It's fake. It's fake. It's all. What, what do you it's mean? All it's all like construct. No, what? the race is a thing, and the race is historic, and all this stuff. The 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 fact of of having the party. It's just a construct for you to look cool, and I use air quotes on cool, <laughs> yeah, on, on social them. media. Like, and that's just, why? Why contribute to more of the fakeness? Like, if you really just want to get drunk and have mint juleps with your friends, do it any other day. There, there are 51 other weeks. 
You could do it any of those. So or I'm remind okay. you could do it on the day of the race and just not call it that. Because really you don't care about horse racing and we all know it. In fact, I would venture a guess that at most of these derby parties, they don't even watch the race because they're busy and then they blink and it's over. So you're pissed off because people are enjoying time together? No, people are morons. It's under false pretenses. It's I'm pissed <laughs> off at people living for social media. That's what it is. But they are also getting together and hanging out, are they not? Yeah, but it's done under the pretense of because, oh, let's all wear cute hats and put it online. It's just, just have a party. You want to cut friends come over. They don't need to wear stupid hats, and you don't need to put it online. It, it sounds like you're just riling against people enjoying their time together. No, they can have fun. So the, the part that you're mad about is putting it on the internet. The part that I'm mad about is theming it for the purpose of putting it on the internet. I feel like you're still not over the purple wall. Well, I'm not. I'm never going to be over the purple wall, Rick. <laughs> I, I, I think that this is bleeding over from your purple wall. Hate I, yeah, it is. It's, it's the same. They're cousins. I'll give you that. <laughs> They're part of the same family tree. It's my hatred for FOMO and social media. Yeah, no, your hatred for FOMO is well, well respected. Oh, on I know. Show. It is <laughs> documented a lot. It, it is, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. So, um, I, mm, huh? Okay, okay. Just, I, just take off the stupid hat. Just take off the stupid hat. Um, I don't know if I could come with you on this one, brother. I don't. I don't need you to. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't need you to. We can white snake this up. Here I go again on my own. It's fine. <laughs> I, just, I don't. I don't know why you're upset. <laughs> yeah, because it's Did dumb. You... It's dumb. How it's did this affect you? Dumb. Though? It, it, who who has, says anything that pisses me off has to affect me? Really? <laughs> That's a very good point. What's like, my problem? Exactly. Your problem. Does it really affect you? I mean, you aren't going anyway. I... That's not what I meant, but oh, okay. See, now you're just getting bitter about this. I'm defending myself. Keep your hands up. Dumb. Just take off the stupid hat and put the phone down. Have go have fun with your friends. We don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. We don't. You don't need to make a banner for the front of your house. And and we all know you don't give a shit about a horse race. I really, I really feel like there's a lot more going on here. But there really I, isn't. There really isn't any more than this. Just, I it's just, it's just sticking in my craw this weekend, and I'll probably forget about it as soon as I stop this tape. But fair, fair enough. <laughs> there it is, Rick. What okay. did you learn this week? Um, I learned something pretty cool this week for for us nerds, um, nerds like us, if you will, Tom. Ah, yes. Uh, I learned that there are still opportunities for you to get lost in a truly fantastic video game. You are not talking about Star Trek Online, are you? I would never be talking about <laughs> Star Trek Online. Nor should you. Go on. <laughs> um, so I was incredibly fortunate uh, over my birthday weekend. I believe I might have mentioned that I was gifted a copy of the new God of War video game. I don't think you mentioned it. Uh, well, anyway. I was. Yeah. And um, I I had a couple of opportunities between then and now to sit down and play the game. 
And uh, today, um, as uh, as my wife is wont to do and as we have done throughout our relationship, I will play a game and my wife will watch along as I play. And we both sort of enjoy like I enjoy the game and my wife just sort of enjoys the story. And it's sort of like an interactive movie, essentially. OK, like a uh, like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, but with people actually caring that it's on. So the, <laughs> a little okay. different. Um, and would you know that the two of us, like completely within our own persons, we, I played that game. I played that game for roughly five hours today in a row without anyone thinking twice about it. Lucky you. Well, it was just one of those things where it's, it's just such a really great game. And it's, it's like a Dan Brown novel, but in video game form, because you know, the chapters are really, really, really quick in Dan Brown novels. And you're just like, I'll just read one more. I'll just read one more. I'll just, and then the next thing you know, you're already up to like chapter 88. Okay. So with God of War, it's just like that. You just keep playing. Like there's no real loading time unless you get killed. And then you just keep going and keep going. And the next thing you know, it's five hours later and you're like, oh shit, we got to do laundry. <laughs> and it was, it was just really cool. And it's good. To, and I've, I've not, the, the, the real truth here is I've not cared about playing a video game that long in a long, long time. It, it's not interest me. But this game did it. And, Wait, not and even that, Hearthstone? Hearthstone doesn't count as a real <laughs> video game. <laughs> okay. It's a pastime. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a part. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, what? A hobby? It's a hobby. It's a time vampire. Any of these yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's that. It's definitely it's, that it's second all those one. Things. Anyway. It's, it's, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I had forgotten. And now I've remembered that, you know, this is actually kind of really cool that there are still on occasion video games that are made that not everyone our age. I mean, obviously, you know, you and Chris have more important things to worry about right now than whether or not Kratos's boy is going to make it up the mountain with him. But pretty it's pretty cool. And that's what I learned. Okay. Tom, yeah. What did you learn this week? Ah, uh, Wow. I learned that if you hear a noise in your wall, you should not ignore it. Oh, God. Something died in your walls this week. No, no. Oh. Not oh. nearly that bad, thank God. But I was alone in my house the other day, and I heard, <laughs> I heard this, like, tick-tocking from inside the wall. And no, this is not the Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> And I was like, and I heard it in my bathroom and I have a clock in there. So I'm like, that's oh, just a clock. But it was, it was not regular. It was like tick, tock, 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 tick, tock, 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 tick, tock, tock, tick, tick, tick. And I was like, what is that? So I started inching closer to the shower. It's not the shower head dripping, but I hear it. It sounds like it's coming from behind the wall of the shower. <laughs> is it coming from inside the house? Sorry, go ahead. It was definitely coming from inside the house. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. This is not good. So our shower wall where the, the like where the faucet is to turn on the shower backs up to the back of our uh, pantry. Mm. Go to the other side and I'm like, okay, I don't hear it in the kitchen. It's not the fridge. I get to the pantry and I'm like, oh, I hear it in here too. So it must be inside this wall. 
so after running it by someone in the know, uh, there was probably a leak in the wall. Yeah, so we had to take out the back wall of my pantry. Oh God! <laughs> they take the sheetrock down to get to the get to the leak, and sure enough, the leak the, there. My faucet to my shower was had a small but steady leak that was dripping from the pipe, like it was it was spraying and then hitting the pipe and dripping down and hitting the beams. And that was the noise I was hearing. And because it's rare that someone is by themselves in the house or that the house is that quiet, no one heard it until now, and it's been going on for who knows how long. So uh, I have uh, a hole in the wall of my pantry, and everything from our pantry is spread across our kitchen right now. And uh, I am drying out the uh, load-bearing studs and wood inside the wall behind my pantry. God yeah. damn, Tom. You know, every, every time I talk to one of you guys, like home ownership just sounds like it's not worth it. Like it, it's 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 one of those things where it's like you the more possessions you have, the more time you spend making maintaining your possessions. Yeah, I, I don't know. A mud hut sounds okay at this point. <laughs> but uh yeah. So we were able to repair the leak, and in a few days we'll patch that wall once it all dries out. But uh, don't if you hear if you hear noises in your wall, do not ignore them. <laughs> that is that is that is the universe telling you something. And generally, I, I even, it is you've been ignoring something. I I don't even know what to say to you. <laughs> Good luck with that. That it's sounds just, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had a lot of sheetrock on my floor yesterday. <laughs> Have you ever even had to use the word sheetrock in your life? Um, not as of this moment. No, yeah, I no. didn't until now. I um, like I I gotta be honest with you, man. Like everyone, I like you know, hey, you should really uh, you guys should really look into buying a house. And and there's some advantages. <laughs> like I hate I hate that rent just evaporates into yeah, nothing there's a lot of advantages in that respect however yeah uh, yeah this sounds yeah. like a fate worse than death like <laughs> the sisyphus reference that we made earlier was that on the show or was that when we were just pre-recording because it was just on the sounds show. like it was on it the just show. sounds like you pushing a rock up a hill <laughs> it is in a way it's 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 the thing when you buy things that are pre-owned you know you buy a used car you got problems like this you buy a house yeah. where someone else lived you got problems like this you know, if this were, you know, we've been in our house four years. If this were a brand new home, this probably would not be happening yet. But this house is 15 years old. So things like this over time, they happen. Now, granted, this particular issue would not have happened had someone glued the pipes together correctly. But and that's uh, the other thing. That's, that's a story for another day. That's a, that's the other thing. It always comes down to some bastard didn't do his job. Well, like it every house. It could have been accidental because it's you can't see that the glue got into every uh, crevice where it needed to. Like it's hard to see, and so if it didn't, over time the water just wears away at wherever it was hitting and comes out. So it's probably been there since before we bought the house, but only recently got uh, large enough to make a noise. Yeah, this all sounds terrible, dude. It's like, terrible. Every bit of it. It's terrible. Every but it could have been a lot worse. I could yeah. have had to replace load-bearing beams. 
By the way, that's the name. I of don't my, have to do that. Load bearing beams is the name of my indie band. It should be. It should be. It should be. Rick, if people want to find us on the Twitter, how can they do that? Uh, they can go to twitter.com and look for those two jerks at those two jerks specifically, and you will find me or depending on uh, which articles of the uh, Confederation Tom wants to influence that day, <laughs> possibly even Tom ruining what good uh, relationships I've spent years building on the Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, if I want to make up new constitutional uh, articles and invoke them in order to snipe at you on our own Twitter account, I will do that. I, I don't like. Right. I don't like the fact that you can do that, but I also have no <laughs> argument against it whatsoever. Who, so who set up the Twitter account. I have the password, and I'm the one that got I... the email by from Twitter asking us to change it, which we probably should do. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard of about course, that too. You don't even remember the one we have, so it's it's like Super Tom is great thirty two or something. I don't remember. <laughs> it's not that, but whatever. It's really close. What's funny is it's really close to that. <laughs> it's not. What are you, now we're gonna get hacked. Why do you? No, do that? now, now we're gonna. <laughs> now we're gonna, gonna get hacked. Like your mom or one of the five other people listening is gonna try and hack us. <laughs> like this is what's, what's gonna got, happen. That's what's gonna. This is how this this is how the election got rigged, Rick. What? I don't know. What the hell are you even talking about? I don't know. It's late. I'm tired. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Jesus. You Christ. can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash those two. Dot com. Did you say dot com? I said dot com. No, I said dot com. Facebook.com, those two jerks. We're we haven't even had anything to drink. Oh my god. No, this is just this is natural for us. This is where <laughs> it's, we are. It's it's like they're pumping laughing gas in here somehow. Um make sure if you find us on Facebook, you click like and you'll stay up to date on our latest episodes and other news from Jerk Nation and uh just general in sports and geek life. Uh you can also email us those two jerks at gmail.com or call and leave us a voicemail, three two one seventy six jerks. So uh, if you are Jesse or anyone else who wants to bitch about something we heard on the show, call us and leave a voicemail. <laughs> Wait, didn't you get mad when he left the voicemail that one time? No, I thought it was hysterical. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical when we played it on the show. And if you call us, we'll probably play yours on the show, too. Um, you mean me, or are you talking to the crowd? Oh, God. <laughs> Really? This is where it. we are now? This is I where start we... calling <laughs> Go ahead. You phone it in every week. I mean... Oh! You set that one up. You put that on the T. Unnecessary. <laughs> that Made ball looked like a grapefruit, and I just swung an oar at it. That's what happened. <laughs> you swung a Pasopolo at yeah, it? Yeah, I did. I did. Let's mix all the metaphors. There we go. <laughs> anyway, you can find all that information at those2jerks.com, which is, as you guessed, our website. If you want to buy some Those Two Jerks logo merch and help us uh, get uh, server space and uh, Skype credit for more interviews like the great one we had last week and other general expenses related to just keeping this jerk nation running because God knows our tax base is really small. Um, <laughs> tpublic.com, search Those Two Jerks, spell out the word 2-T-W-O, you can get mugs, phone cases, all kinds of different things with our awesome 
those two jerks logo on them. Show the world that you like this show. And, and you know, for many people, it'll you'll be telling them about the show for the very first time. Yes. And that helps us. And then we can continue making you laugh or just simply whiling away the time on your way to work. <laughs> I would just like to say, at the risk of losing my voice, I'm sorry I came. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, that does it for this week's show. So for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and the vocational Chris Vu, I am the Tom Alexander. And until we hear an album from Rick's indie band, Load Bearing Beams, <laughs> we will remain those two jerks. You rat bastard. You absolute rat bastard. <laughs> See you How next time. You. How dare you. <laughs>